Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton. Abe, we have so many things to talk about on today's show, the stimulus package, how that is going to affect our retirement. But before we go any further, lead off how we start every show, because I know you're passionate about this. No, yeah, we start off every show by thanking some very important people. And we we like to thank our military and public servants for all they do. But probably never have we actually done the show where that gratitude is... Um, as big as it is right now. And not, of course, not just for our military. We are mindful of our military always. But right now, our first responders, police officers, firefighters, those people who still have to really work and do their jobs the same way that they always have, just because we need them out there. They don't have the luxury, like many of us do, to be at home and just be kind of writing this thing out, but especially the doctors and the nurses and, mm-hmm. and what they're doing the right now. The waste management folks at hospitals and medical centers, the folks in the cafeteria, the techs, everybody. People who are still working at the grocery store, we haven't ever had them on as they're part of our thank you right. at the beginning of our radio show. And I never would have guessed that they would become a part of the, the thank you the way they are right now. But there are people working at grocery stores. There are truck drivers still moving food around the country. There, there are so many Americans just so, you know what I am? I'm thankful for the American spirit right now mm-hmm. that has us and, and the certain types of people that are out there living it and doing it and preaching it and, and are just helping this country continue to move forward. Even yeah. though it's at a slower pace, even though it's right. at a crawl right now, we're not going backwards. People aren't starving to death. Life is not quite as drastic here in southern Utah, and we're going to talk about that and how grateful we are to sort of be in this bubble of where it's not as overpowering. It's not in our face every day like it is for friends and family we all have around the country who've lost jobs or having to quarantine and shelter in place, and you can't escape the news headlines. We have our staff working from home, doing video conferencing. Uh, you know, today I've got a staff meeting where we'll be as, on a Zoom video conference, and it's kind of interesting to see the back of people's homes, their kitchen table, or their home office, or and their kids their, darting through the room. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like right now watching Jimmy Fallon do the Tonight Show oh, from yes. his family room. So that has that's been kind cool of, to see too, by the way. It is fun. There are there are some good things, as serious as it is, and I think we've all become or many of us have become a little addicted to the news and to watch Mm -hmm. counts of of people who are getting the disease or people who are recovering or people who have passed away from COVID-19. I know we're all doing that, but there are great things out there. I don't know if you saw this, Kristen, but did you see John Kaczynski's Good News Network? Yes, I'm so glad you brought it up. Because that's amazing. We need more of that. Yes. And, and, you know, if you don't know who he is, he is one of the actors from The Office, Jim on The Office. Mm -hmm. And he just created this little good news YouTube channel that is gone viral. There's Mm -hmm. millions of people who have watched it, but he's just talking about good news that he's seeing out there because there's not enough of it on the regular press. And my favorite part is when he uses his Boston accent. But just (laughs) but, you know, just people trying to do good, people trying to help one another. There is a lot of that, don't you think? There's so much of that. And it is different for some of our friends and family across the country. And Abe, actually what I did was I checked in with some friends of mine. I had them on their iPhone use the little voice memo feature and tell me what their quarantine 2020 experience has been like so far at their house. Here's what they had to say. Oh man, what have we been doing to stay busy? Uh, Binge watch the Tiger King. So there's a bunch of pictures I'll never get out of my head, no matter how hard I try. Uh, taking care of a lot of projects around the house. The uh, the honeydew list has shrunk a little bit. However, 
because my wife is working from home, um, as I shrink the list, she re-adds to it. So it's a give and take thing. Hi, my name is Jessica, and I've been spending this quarantine time doing all kinds of crazy things. We actually trapped a feral cat and are trying to use this time at home to domesticate him. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Uh, my latest challenge or project, I guess, is closet clean out 2020. Mediating between children, helping homeschool, finding canned goods that I purchased almost 10 years ago buried at the back of my pantry. My name is Jim. And before the virus, I was semi-retired, and for the last few weeks, I have been retired. I've always heard old people talk about not having challenges in their lives. It really is more important than money. Let's face it, the government has no problem printing up more money. Besides discovering that this is a good time to just relax and contemplate what value I still have to share, I have discovered FaceTime, so I can commune with family and friends without contaminating family and friends. We're all learning new things. My kids have adopted a few of our clients as, as surrogate grandparents, and Aww. they've been working with them on Marco Polo and, and doing video chatting oh, and, nice. and FaceTiming and things like that. And people are embracing a new technology and getting more comfortable, probably faster than they would have otherwise. And even for me, you know, I'm, I'm working fewer hours in a day, even though um, we're taking a lot of phone calls, doing a lot of these video conferencing. And so I thought, well, when else in your life do you have like a mandatory slowdown? A mandatory slowdown in that you can start to focus on some certain goals, some certain projects that you want to do. And I was t I was talking to a couple friends. One said he's taken up gardening. Another has said they're they're learning stuff on YouTube, uh, how to videos on construction. I wanted to learn how to edit some some videos a certain way, so I started watching. And and thankfully, this slowdown is happening at a time where we have greater access and ability to learn to do things without you know a, a real-time instructor standing in front of us without a classroom uh -huh. but if you want to learn how to do something it could be anything from playing an instrument to getting more familiar with technology to building a shed in your backyard there's probably a video tutorial on how to do that somewhere on normally on YouTube but that's the beauty it's it's just saying okay the kind of novelty of the first week or so when it was binge watching on different TV shows uh -huh. I'm not going to admit or deny whether I, I've watched the Tiger King I knew you were gonna say that we need to address that real fast if you listening <laughs> have not looked at that don't don't I did a half an episode and I said you know what this proves where America's at. We are so desperate for distractions that we've given that attention. Protect the integrity <laughs> of your soul. Please. Protect yourself oh. from some things. But that's what I'm saying. You can, you can, we get up past the watching shows or catching up on shows more like because yes. we never had enough time, right? right? It was never, there was never enough time. We don't have enough time. And now we have a plethora of time, mm -hmm. right? To be able to do these things you can find real growth personally. You can find real growth in a skill. You can find real growth even socially. When we're social distancing, mm -hmm. there are ways to connect people, but you're having to try harder. You're having to say that connecting socially is a priority in my life. And if you can do that now in the hardest of times, imagine the benefits and imagine how that will pay dividends 
as we move through this and as, as we get, because we will, as we get right. through this and move past this, if you've learned how to make that a priority right now, it's like, it's like when I tell somebody, Kristen, hey, when you learn how to invest and save money, even when you're poor, mm. even when you're struggling financially, when you learn how to set some money aside, when things are good, it becomes that much easier and you're able to make that much of a commitment. It's not that much different than socially right now. Mm-hmm. Learn how to engage. Don't hermit. Right. Get on the video chat, get on the FaceTime, get on the phone, get on the email, get on the texting and communicate with one another. And if you can do that right now, those investment returns will, will I promise you, look like a big emotional, a big social bank account afterwards. I did a virtual dinner with my parents the other night. So you set wow. up the iPad, right? And you make your own dinner and you just have the time and you can sit there and eat together like have family dinner time. That's cool. It was a great way to connect. Like you said, that's going to be what we get out of this. And the sense of community that we're seeing around the country as people band together to help each other is just heartwarming. Abe, I do want to talk a bit of finances here because most of us will be receiving a $1,200 check as part of the stimulus package approved by Congress. And I know there's people listening right now that are blessed and they don't need that money right away. So what would be your recommendations as to what they do with it? Well, listen, there's a lot of different options and I've heard people floating around different strategies, but Everybody is going to, well, not everybody, most people are going to get this check. And, and if it is one of those things where you look at your financial situation and you say, hey, I just don't need it, but I know a family who does, then great. I've take a look. That. Take a look at that opportunity. If you know somebody who's laid off, it might be someone, for example, your favorite server at your favorite restaurant, oh, right? That's a that good is idea. probably not working right now. If you've had good experience with somebody in the hospitality industry or in the food and beverage industry who are, where their industry have been hit so difficultly, mm-hmm. I would say maybe maybe think of that. Kids, you may have a grandchild or you might have kids that are out of work right now and, and that might be one of those places you want to use your money. The only thing I'm telling people not to do with it is to reject it or send it back. Well, <laughs> so, duh. Because we're all, as Americans, going to be paying for yes. this money and stimulus yes, for, for decades. Yes, as grateful as I am that this is been figured out with Congress and the Senate and everybody, the checks and balances of our nation. The conservative in me, it's just unbelievable to think of $2 trillion that we're putting out there. I mean, it's got to go back. Again, there's there's light at the end of the tunnel. People have been calling and saying, we're going to go bankrupt. The country's done. We cannot do a $6 trillion stimulus package. And we can. We actually can afford it. The, the country is in probably better shape than a lot of us realize. And the economy is in better shape than a lot of us realize, even though there's been a drop in the stock market and, and jobless claims are up. I am one of those people that think that this is going to be a relatively... Oh, I would say a relatively quick recovery with how this is all going to end up in the future. And okay. so I'm not one of those doomsdayer that says, hey, this is the end of the world as we know it. This is when you play that background music, right? The end of the world. <laughs> but but I, I think that what we'll end up seeing is we're going to see, we're going to see a recovery and not to sound too much like President Trump, but we are going to see a recovery and it is going to, I think, blow our minds. But because the stimulus package is coming out of future obligations that we're going to have to pay, 
I agree with you. I think people should take the money. And if you want to donate it, if you want to give it away, you and I were talking about the animal shelter mm-hmm. before we went on air today. If you've got a, a charity or something like that, they're also in need right now. Right. You know, I know the volunteers, they can't have the same volunteers coming in for the animals that were coming in and helping clean and helping take care of the animals. They're not coming in like they were just a few weeks ago. And so financially, they need all the support that they can possibly get as well. But something else to consider is part of the stimulus package waives required minimum distributions for 2020. And IRA expert Ed Slott, who you've probably seen on PBS talking about money many times, he tells Morningstar that this is good news for retirees. The big thing here, remember, your 2020 RMD is based on the balance as of 1231.19 when the Dow was around 28,000. So if not for this relief, probably a lot more money would have to come out. The calculation would be the same. The percentage would be a lot more, resulting in a larger tax bill on value that's no longer there. I agree with what Ed Slot is saying here. The fact that we are not having to take a required minimum distribution in 2020 will help a lot of retirees. Some people will still need to take their required minimum distributions or better just said IRA withdrawals because they need it for their income. And I would hate to have anyone choose not to take that money right now because of the financial collapse that we've recently seen. But to not be forced to on government standards, I think is a good move that a lot of retirees will actually appreciate. Well, what about moving forward with RMDs? Are there some other things we could do to reduce those in the future? Because right now, this is kind of a gift. Yay. What about after 2020 is over? Yeah, well, one of the things that we're talking with a lot of people about is converting those traditional IRA funds over to a Roth IRA. You know, it's been hard in the past for many retirees, especially with the growth they've seen in those accounts, to say, I want to convert or change pre-tax dollars to after-tax, tax-free dollars in a Roth IRA. I want to convert that now, but they've had so much gains that it is quite expensive. But when you've lost money in an IRA, it may create the perfect window or the perfect opportunity to say, hey, those balances are down. If I want to convert all or a portion of my traditional retirement account that's tax-deferred, which I'm going to have to pay taxes on later, Mm -hmm. which will probably be more expensive because of the stimulus, (laughs) am I better now at these lower values to transition that money over, convert to a a different vehicle, a Roth IRA that now grows tax-free, it's probably created an excellent window of opportunity to even consider that. So listening today, if you would like to make sure that you're good to go with retirement, we encourage you to take advantage of a virtual analysis to know where you stand in this market, where you stand with these different changes with the stimulus package and how it can positively affect your life when it comes to RMDs. And Abe, I think it's important to let people know that I know technology can be overwhelming, but a virtual appointment can be done by phone or through a simple video conference. And if people aren't comfortable with it, you have team members that can walk them through every step of the way. Yeah, one thing that we found that's actually not bad at all or kind of enjoyable is that we go on video on our side Mm -hmm. on these video conferences, but the people we're talking to, our clients or prospects or or listeners from our show, they actually cannot have their video on, but they can still see us. 
So they they can kind of what this was called muting the video. They can not have the video on, or we can set it up on the beginning where their video is not on, but they can still see us. So if we're drawing or if we're talking about some some simulation, or if we're looking at a particular account, or we're looking what the market has or hasn't done, or some sort of illustration, we can show them that without them feeling like they're on video or on camera. Yeah. So if you would like to take advantage of that, have the team walk you through how this works. It's very simple. Connect anytime at AshtonWealth.com. Yeah, thank you for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll be back again next week. Find out more at AshtonWealth.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Ashton & Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.